This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, now. here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello and welcome to episode number 216 of Youpreneur FM. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm your host, Chris Ducker, as always, and I very much appreciate it. Oh, guys, I've got a great show for you lined up today. Sit down with my buddy Dave Delaney to talk all about networking. It's not a subject that we really dive into very often here on the show. So, um, as always, I try and bring in the best of the best when it comes to my expert guests. And Dave has been doing networking basically his entire career. He dropped some great, great ideas from no agenda coffees right the ra- right the way down to just being basically a nice person. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy the chat. However, before we get into today's show... Big news, if you haven't already heard, tickets are now on sale for the first ever Youpana Summit live event, which is going to be held in London, England on November 11 and 12th of this year, 2017. We're bringing in the best speakers in the game when it comes to the personal brand entrepreneurial landscape. We'll be holding daily mastermind and brainstorming sessions, and we have several Youpana members themselves gracing the stage to show you exactly, step-by-step, how they've built successful businesses around their own personal brands. The event is being held at the world-famous QE2, or the Queen Elizabeth II Convention Center. It's right in the heart of London. We're already seeing people booking tickets from all around the world. This event, by the way, isn't just for people in the UK and Europe. It's for everyone. It's for every Upana member, every Upana listener, every Upana subscriber, no matter where you are. Guys, London is one of the most incredible cities in the world. It truly is. And if you've never been, this is the perfect time now to scratch it off your must-visit list and attend our first ever live event at the same time. It's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. You can get more information on the event, discover who the speakers are, and obviously secure your place just by visiting youpreneursummit.com today. That's youpreneursummit.com. I look forward to seeing you in London. Now, let's get on with the show. So, like I said, we've not spoke a whole lot about the topic of quote-unquote networking on the show before. Um, And, you know, Dave is the guy. He's written a best-selling book on the subject. He's very, very active on the speaking circuit over in the United States when it comes to this particular topic, this subject, speaking at very, very large events all over the the country as well as the world. And um, I've got to know Dave quite well in the last few years since we met initially in good old Nashville, Tennessee, where we were both speaking at an event together. So I thought I'd bring him on the show to deep dive on this one topic that is actually way more important than probably a lot of us really think that it is. So here's myself and Dave. Enjoy. So Dave, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, no, it's, I'm pumped. I, it's been a while yeah. to get you on. Schedules are what they are. You're a busy guy. You speak all over the world and you do all this sort of fun stuff. Um, and <laughs> and I've decided to sort of just make 2017 the busiest year of my entire existence. So it's been a bit hard. <laughs> why not? Right? I know, because why not? I'm, I, I, I am not getting younger. Therefore, I will just get busier, plain and simple. And I, I figured this is a great time to have you on. 
obviously, you've just launched Networking for Nice People. Um, you have been talking about networking for entrepreneurs for, I mean, how long? Over a decade now? I'm going to go That's out a- on a limb and say something like that? Yeah, give or take. Probably, probably, yeah, at least, at least about five years, but probably, realistically, probably more like a yeah. decade, yeah. Okay, all right. So, I mean, for those of the youpreneur listeners that might not have sort of come across your stuff um Mm -hmm. where you know where where is dave delaney coming from what's his major focus in regards to working with the entrepreneurs the solopreneurs the people that you work with day to day what's your main catalyst when when you come across somebody and you think oh i can help that person where does that where does that all begin for you It begins for me when I attend conferences and or networking events that are your cheesy, stereotypical, horrible networking events, the types of events that you feel like you need a shower afterwards because you just feel filthy and just gross. And you you have paper cuts all over your hands from business cards being whipped at you and just horrible things like that. Every time I experience that, I think, okay. I've, you know, I've got to do something. I've got to help people network better. And so I've been, you know, I'm, I live on the internet. (laughs) I've been online since, you know, I'm celebrating 10 years on Twitter, 10 years on Facebook. And I just did 10 years on Facebook, 10 years on LinkedIn, and now 10 years on Twitter. So I've been on social since before social had a name. And I've learned a lot in my, my years of, of building relationships, both online and offline. And so I'm out to help people do it better. And that's why I launched networkingfornicepeople.com. All right. So tell us a little bit about, you know, what this new movement of yours is all about. Where's the major focus? What are you trying to change here above and beyond everything? Yeah. So that's a great question. So for me personally, I wrote a book called New Business Networking that came out three years ago now. And uh, it's out from Pearson Publishing. And the now book- I must say, hang on, let me cut you off there. I must say, this is fun. This is a fun story. So the first time you and I uh-huh. met was in Nashville. Uh, what was it? Twenty? I'm going to say twenty, mm. uh, late 2014, or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah. And you, the first thing you said to me when we met for the first time, you goes. Your your new business podcast because that was what the name of this show That's was right. before, and you said I had it first. I'm claiming it. This is it. <laughs> That's right because I had new business networking radio. That's yes. right. That's All right. right. Okay. Yeah, I was so like, I just, I just wanted to say Dave was there first. Everybody, I give credit where credit was due. <laughs> but I did. I honestly did not know of you or that work before I right. named my show. So I'm right. going to pull that out and say it wasn't my fault. But yes, you had it no. before me. But I thought the listeners might be interested. In that little story so go on carry on with uh with your yeah. story go ahead yeah so um so uh yeah so i i i the book came out and i and it did quite well um and it came out around the same time the book about networking came as a result of me networking at a conference so i was speaking at a conference my publisher at a table a booth um, the woman behind the table was terribly bored. And so I went over and just introduced myself and started talking to her for no reason other than just to say hello. I wasn't pitching her on the book. I had never even articulated the idea. And uh, several of my friends are published by the same publisher and their books were on the, the table. So we were chatting about them a little bit and things. And she stopped me suddenly and she's like, what's your book? And I said, well, I don't have a book. And she said, no, no, you have a book. What is it? And she totally put me on the spot. And okay. And I had this idea loosely in my mind. Even Heather, my wife, didn't know about it. But I said, well, I've got this idea. 
And she's like, yeah. And I said, it's a book about networking online and offline. So it's, it's about attending conferences and organizing events, but it's also about podcasting and it's about email marketing. It's about social media. It's about meeting people online and offline. And, um, she's like, I love it. And next thing I knew, like within a couple of weeks, I had a book deal and it happened so suddenly as I was building my business, suddenly I had this book to write. <laughs> so it was like this huge, crazy, crazy, uh, experience, uh, a book about networking as a result of literally networking. Um, but the book came out and it did quite well. And then I went back to doing more digital marketing consulting. I do a lot of social media consulting. I still do that too with a, a, my company called future forth. And, um, so I was still doing that and felt a little lost, um, last year. And I started working with a, a business coach, a friend of mine, and she kind of kicked me in the butt and she's like, Dave, you're all about networking. This is what you're about. Mm. You've got to reboot it. You've got to get back into it. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, after, after many few, uh, many conversations, I really d decided to go all back in really heavily into networking and, and, and getting back into that topic and helping people. So I built a new business ne or network <laughs> networking for nice in January, uh, and launched in January and it's doing really well so far. Um, my main focus in the, in the group is to be in there daily to, um, share tips, to share stories, to promote the other people in the group, to get them referral work and to get them, uh, engaged with one another to support one another. Mm. And then, um, sharing tips and tricks that I've learned over the years. Um, and, and really in, engaging that way. I've got an, um, an email newsletter that I do every Monday and Friday that has just a single networking tip that's free of course. And then I've got, um, the blog as well. So, but it's been going really well and I'm, I'm just, I'm loving the feedback and I'm loving helping people. It's, it's, it's just makes me happy. Well, I think, you know, one of the things that I always think of when I, when I think of you and when we meet up, which obviously isn't as often as we would probably both like it to be because of you sure. know the schedules and the distance and all the rest of it. But what I think about when I think about you is that you are a happy guy. Like you are always, there's always a big smile on your face. You're always about <laughs> wanting to have fun and spend time together and all that sort of stuff. Where right. do you, I mean, I, th I think personally, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think personally that, a lot of people have a negative stigma to that word networking. Um, yes. Like you say, the paper cuts with the business cards and all that sort of stuff. I don't even do business cards anymore. Like I, mm -hmm. haven't, I haven't given out a business card for probably four or five years now because I feel right. like I don't need it. If people are really interested in connecting with me, I can say to them, email me at chris at chrisducker.com or tweet mm -hmm. me at Chris Ducker. If they can't remember or take a quick snapshot of my conference badge or something, then you know maybe they're not that interested in connecting with me in the first place. Um, mm -hmm. That's fair. I, 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 think that, I think that it does have a bit of a negative stigma to it, the word networking. Uh, well, what's your take on that as somebody who's been talking about it so much? Well, you know, I think networking, yeah, and and you're absolutely right. And and to your point about business cards, I think I think you're right on that too. I, I think the most important thing when you're networking at a conference, and, and I don't mean necessarily networking like you're there to network specifically, but you right. are there to meet people. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's part, yeah. and that is what networking is. And networking is about helping other people first, um, and and providing value to people, and that's what you do, and that's what so many of our peers do. Um, I think with business cards. It's only instead of going to an event and trying to collect as many business cards from people as possible, which people do, and it's horrible. 
Instead, going to a conference, going to an event, and once you strike a good rapport with someone where you're chatting and you're like, oh, this person's really great. I need to follow up with them for whatever reason or I need to keep in touch. Ask them for a card. And then because you have their card, you have their contact information. And now following up is in your hands. As opposed to me meeting you at a conference and then keeping my fingers crossed and hoping that Chris reaches back out to me. Mm. You know, instead, mm. it's it should be in the person's best interest to reach out and 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 follow up. So that's something I talk about a lot is the, the importance. Of, I think next to showing up, it's following up. That's the next most important part of networking. So um, but to your point about it being negative, I agree. I mean, the, the term itself, you know does have ne negative connotations to it for sure. But I mm -hmm. think really fundamentally like social media, social media, it's social networking is what we do right? Um, online. And the best brands, the best businesses, the best people on social are not out just selling their wares constantly. Mm -hmm. um, it's the people that are on Twitter building relationships and interacting with people. You know, it's even like uh, as far back as like 2008 when Gary Vaynerchuk was doing it where he was doing it on using Surmise, which is before Twitter had its own search, <laughs> this third-party search that Twitter later acquired, he would be on there with searches saved for people asking questions about wine, and he would just respond answering the questions about wine. He wouldn't say, oh, and by the way, we have a sale for $9.99 for a bottle. Right. He would just answer the question. and right. people. So some stranger out of the blue would answer the question, and he'd be like, whoa, what the heck? This guy, Gary V, just answered my question about wine. Who is this guy? And they would look and they'd click through to learn more about him. And, and sure enough, they'd find Wine Library TV. Um, so I think I think it's important to be finding value. And, and networking really is all about that. It's about providing value to, to other people first before before anything else. So how do we do that in a person-to-person -person, uh, environment? Obviously, I mean, we know how mm -hmm. to provide value from a podcasting perspective or from sure. a YouTube video or a blog perspective. But how do we provide value? Let's say that you and I meet – at a conference for the first time, like we did, <laughs> and yeah. um, and we want to, you know, we want to provide that value upfront, no strings attached, build that relationship, you know, for the first, you know, right out of the gate kind of thing. How can we do that in a quick environment? Because let's face it, a lot of conferences that people tuning into this show will potentially end up going to will be big conferences right so there'll be hundreds yeah. if not thousands of people around um how can we make that impact and provide that value in a quick kind of very public setting well i mean one easy way would be to provide an introduction right there and then mm. so if 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 it's if there's another person there that you know that would benefit from meeting this person that you've just met you may be to provide call that person over and provide an introduction right there and then i like that and you know, and then just step away and let them carry on the conversation. You don't need to be there for that that part of it, and just let them carry on and and see where that goes from there. I've had that ex that experience before. I mean, um, and and the funny thing is, I remember all of these crazy interactions and 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 places that I met people. Um, you know, I think specifically of South by Southwest Interactive in Austin in 2007, walking down the convention with CC Chapman, my buddy, walking down the hall. And, and this guy is sitting on his butt with the, you know, we're all slaves to power and he's using the power to, you know, charge his phone. And it's Peter Shankman. Um, right. And and see and CC's like, oh, there's Peter Shankman. I'm like, who's Peter Shankman? And so he introduced me and like we be, became friends for a while you know, and, and kept in touch and things like that. So it's just about, pre, you know, in doing these introductions, I think, is a great way. Another thing, too, is, you know, when you do ask for someone's business card, 
Um, I always think, you know, culturally it can be a problem. So you got to keep that in mind, but taking notes on business cards about how you should follow up with that person, what you talked about, maybe what they were wearing to remind you of, of who they were, because <laughs> that, that helps, especially when you meet a lot of people so that it may not be, you know, providing value immediately, but maybe later that night in your hotel room, you can email that person to say, Hey, you know, loved meeting you today. Here's a link to the story, a story that we were talking about to help you, or here's a link to a course mm. or whatever it may be, or an, or another email introduction to somebody else. So there's a lot of ways to do that within even 24 hours. I like that. I like the idea of taking notes on somebody's card. I think that's something, I mean, I've certainly done it. I've not done it as a, as a kind of a, a rule of thumb, so to speak, but I right. I've certainly done it, particularly back in my sales days where, you know, I would be walking the floor of, you know, Olympia or Earl's Court or something back in London, um, sure. meeting up with a number of different suppliers or what I was in the publishing business for a long time. So I specifically remember doing that before uh, in mm -hmm. regards to, you know, taking notes on someone's card and then, you know, knowing exactly what I spoke to that particular person about. What else can we do um, other than taking photos, other than scribbling notes down on someone's card? Like you said, from a cultural perspective, there's probably some cultures that would see that as disrespect. So maybe check oh, yeah, that time. out. Check that out a little bit before you start doing that willy nilly. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yes. Oh, there's a there's the word of the day, willy nilly. <laughs> there's always something. There's some level of BS that I come out with on every episode. You, you have to re remember, my mom. My mom is a Brit. I so know. I say, I know. And I say mum. So willy nilly is like, yeah, that makes complete sense. I love um, that. Okay, great. So here we go. Hashtag <laughs> willy nilly. <laughs> Let me know if you listen to this show. Drop me a tweet yes. at Chris Duck at hashtag willy nilly. Okay. Yes. Um, so I, I've totally lost my thought. <laughs> I'm a dragon now. What was I it? Oh, that's right. Up. Yes. Other than scribbling, other than scribbling or taking photos and stuff, what else can we do to kind of get to the point of understanding where we're going to take that initial meeting then, uh, and how we're going to move forward with meeting somebody for that first time? And this is networking one on one. Like you say, it's all about the mm. follow up, right? It absolutely is. Yeah, it's really about finding value, finding a way to provide value, and and. As I mentioned, you know, introductions is a, is a huge way to do that. Um, one thing I do is I have I use a CRM called Contactually. There's others out there. Um, I, what I like about it is you can tag people. And um, so what I do is I tag. Let's say I meet somebody who's a WordPress developer. I'll tag them with WordPress. Um, I'll also tag them with a conference that we met at just to keep track. Um, but then later on, when somebody says, hey, Dave, do you know a WordPress developer? Um, I just do a search for people, you know, in my contacts, uh, in my CRM that are tagged with WordPress, and then I provide them introductions right away. Mm. So, so keeping track of, of, you know, like the members of uh, networking for nice people fill out a form beforehand to share some of their, what they do for a living and things like that. And so I have searches set up for those keywords and that, that information so that I can provide those introductions as well. Um, but I think, I think that's, that's a huge a huge value to people. Um, another thing like I like to do after a conference, I don't do it all the time, but, um, I used to do it a lot more to be honest, but when, what you can do is write a blog post that summarizes, um, your time at that conference. Um, I love that. Yeah. I used, to, then, I used to do that too, but I yeah. stopped doing it. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I do it like, yeah, not enough. Um, but write a blog post about maybe some of the things you learned from some of the other speakers, but also, you know, some of the cool people you met, 
things like that. So you're providing value to your audience of, with that content. You're also providing value to the conference organizer and, the, and you know, maybe the sponsors, if you mention them too. But um, when you follow up with each of those people, you send them a link to that blog post to say, hey, by the way, I just wrote a blog post about all my thoughts about the conference that we just met at. Click the, you know, click the link here and, and it'll take you over and you can check it out. And maybe you want to embed um, like a Facebook album of photos or a Flickr photo album or something like that. Um, uh, and you can say, you know, if you take a lot of photos, I like to take a lot of photos of my iPhone, but if you take a lot of photos during the conference, you could make a, an album and then say, Hey, also I took a lot of photos and you can check them out here too. Mm. And, uh, and often the photo one will make them more likely to click over cause they'll think maybe you took a picture of them and, and God forbid, what did they, what did I look like in the photo? I got to go look. <laughs> right. So, right. so that gets people interested to go and look and at least, at least gets them over to your site so they can learn more about you. And uh, and read the post and hopefully share it and hopefully enjoy it and comment and and that can uh, take the relationship further. So all right, let's let's talk about that then. Let's talk about taking the relationship further. Let's talk about real, true blue collaboration here. Um, right. So we've met someone for the first time. We've got to know them for a while. Maybe we've met them more than once now in person at this or that event. We've stayed mm-hmm. true to our follow-up rules we've touched base with them on a regular basis there's a genuine relationship that's been building up when it comes to collaboration for me personally i can i i have a i have a very clear feeling about whether or not i'm going to end up potentially collaborating with somebody pretty early on in that relationship building process Um, Mm -hmm. i guess i've just got a really good bs detector uh, Mm -hmm. and i know whether or not you know, I'm going to end up potentially promoting something for somebody or maybe even teaming up with them on a, on a joint venture in some variety. Collaboration 101, what should we be looking at? Let's talk negative first and then we'll talk positive after. What are some of the warning signs that we should potentially be looking at from a collaboration perspective as to whether, you know, we should not work with somebody? Well, I mean, I think I think it's very important to not to discredit people necessarily or, or burn any bridges because, you know, even if there's somebody who you feel isn't, can't, can't provide any value to you right now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that, you know, they may, you know, change careers. They may uh, learn a whole bunch of stuff over the next year and suddenly become really valuable later. So um, I think it's important not to discredit people and instead um, follow up, still follow up, still have an email record and follow up with people regardless of whether they can provide any value to you or not. Um, but I also, so, so that's one thing I would say to that point. Um, but I think once you, I guess warning signs, well, you know, I think when you go to a conference or a networking event, what I hope is that you're going with a goal in right, mind right. or several goals perhaps and a way to maybe measure that <laughs> would be nice too. Um, so if you're going to a conference and you, hopefully you have a goal of meeting somebody to help you with a project or to learn about something. Um, so, you know, if it's somebody that you're meeting that you realize is maybe just getting started and not at a level yet that they can provide value, value and teach you anything, 
you know, it's 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 still important to follow up, but you you know, maybe you can realize right then and there that they're not at the level that you're looking for right. for a specific project to, right. to help you accomplish that goal. And we should um, also say as well, as an as an aside, like collaboration doesn't necessarily mean teaming up to do business. Collaboration could be being part of a mastermind group, it could be an accountability type partner or whatever the case may be, right? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, there's a lot of different opportunities for that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know about you, but I've been a member of certain mastermind groups before in the past, where, uh, and I mean no disrespect to anybody when I say this, but I moved at a much faster pace in terms of growth mm-hmm. than the other members in the group did, and I've actually had to remove myself from two mastermind groups before in the past because after five or six months of kind of almost stagnant conversation from my Mm. perspective um it wasn't serving me well anymore to be part of that group i was not getting anything out of it anymore because of the fact that my growth spurt was continuing and the people although they were great people and i you know valued them and and i appreciated them being in my life they weren't bringing anything to the table for me anymore Uh, And, you know, that's that's an hour once a month that I could be either a with another group that is bringing me what I want out of that collaboration group or um, I could be working on other things to potentially put food on my family's table. You know what I mean? So I, I, I had to pull myself out. And it was it was honestly like the first time it happened. It was a really, really, really hard decision for me to make because I didn't want to upset anybody's feelings or anything mm-hmm. like that. The second time round, it was a no brainer because I've already done it once before. <laughs> but I mean, it it's I mean, that's kind of like I, I think that's one of the negative parts of collaboration is that particularly when it comes to, you know, masterminds and things like that, you can sometimes you get almost I don't know. I can't quite find the words to describe it, but you don't want to end up feeling bad about something because at the end of the day, being a little bit selfish is going to serve you quite well. I think um, it's it's so important. I mean, it's so important and you, you, you touched on it, right? That, the, the, that time is finite and time is so important, (laughs) you know, especially to entrepreneurs who, you know, are running ragged with their heads spinning because they're juggling so many plates at once. Plus they have families. I'm, you know, I've got kids and and my wife that I want to play with as well. So, you know, it is, you know, if you're, if you're running yourself ragged and you're spending and wasting time doing too many things, um, you know, you're, you're kind of negating the point of being an entrepreneur in the first place. You may as well be working for someone else. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, and just earn the paycheck and there you go. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I did that for a long time too, but I think it's so it's, yeah, time is so important. So, you know, if, if your intention is to maybe your goal is to put together a mastermind then and you go to a conference and you're meeting people at the conference, then, yes, that's when you start talking to people, ask them about their businesses. And I think if you are actively listening and really doing less talking and more listening to the people that you meet, you'll start to realize really quickly who it is that you should be following up with mm. or who it is that you should even pitch right then to say, you know what, we both live in the same city. And I'm thinking about putting a mastermind together and we're both sort of around the same sort of area. What do you think? Is that something you'd be interested in? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could pitch Mm -hmm. them right then and there. So or not. 
depending on you know what their level is like and things. Yes, yes, indeed. Okay, so let's go positive, right? Yes. <laughs> As we go into <laughs> our final stretch here, let's keep things positive yeah. now, Dave. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 positivity connected with collaboration. I mean, you know, some of the most successful people in the world have been collaborators i mean where mm. how how can we take and um, going beyond the mastermind or the accountability or the support group sort of type of network let's yeah. talk business here Get, yeah. I, obviously i mean you've been in the game for a long time what should mm-hmm. we be looking to do in regards to finding those people to collaborate with uh and then obviously when we do find them how do we start that collaboration off on the right foot I think the first step with that, and it's a great question. I think the first step with that is to, and I mean, if people are already entrepreneurs, then they, I mean, they're fearful, of course, we're all fearful, whether we admit it or not, but it's so important to overcome your fears. And and one of the biggest parts of that is the fear of asking where Hmm. you may think this person that you've met is way above you because they're way more experienced and blah, blah, blah. And you're afraid to ask them, Hey, you know, would you be interested in starting a mastermind or would you be interested in a collaboration of some sort? I think mustering up the courage to ask is really important. Um, and something that I myself has been, I've been guilty of, of not doing it because for the same reasons, self doubt and, and, uh, yeah, just fearful of asking for whatever reason or just thinking, Oh no, they're going to be too busy. So I think that's a big point of it. Like a, a really good, important point is to not, not be afraid to ask. Yeah. Forget the fear. Move on. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So we've overcome my fear. Um, mm-hmm. We've got an idea. We want to kind of uh, pitch it to to somebody. How do we get to the point of, you know, being able to kind of almost pitch them to a certain degree without coming across as salesy and networky? Right. Well, remember when you were talking, when I was mentioning about the importance of, you know, uh, t- keeping track of your time. Um, it's also very important to consider everybody else's time too. Um, so, you know, you, you really need to be thinking. And the thing, the whole thing of networking for nice people is you're thinking about other people first. So you're thinking about, am I going to be wasting this person's time or, or, you know, if I don't have a clear plan in place, I shouldn't pitch this person on joining me for this collaboration because we're going to, I'm going to be wasting time spitballing ideas with them when really, I'm, you know, if I'm pitching them on, on working with me on a collaboration, I should have a clear goal, a clear vision, or, you know, have it outlined ahead of time. Um, so planning is really important. I hope at the point that you are pitching somebody on some sort of collaboration that you've already established a bit of a relationship, hmm. having followed up <laughs> after the conference, right? So you followed up after the conference, maybe you've exchanged a couple call or a couple emails here and there. Um, maybe you've exchanged um, some tweets and, and some posts on Facebook and just just kind of kept on their radar and kept in touch. Um, and then it's, you know, sometime later when you feel that the, that the timing is right and you are prepared to uh, roll out a plan um, to reach back out and say, hey, you know, I was just thinking of some great people that I'd like to bring into a mastermind and in and, and our example, the mastermind. Um, you know, and your name came to my head straight away because of the conversations we had at XYZ conference and, and so on. What do you think about joining me? Here's the outline. Here's the plan. You know, I'm ready to go when you are kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're not wasting time. Yeah. All right. Okay. I love it. So in, in, in kind of summarization here, then, uh, it's about, 
providing value. It's about respecting people's mm-hmm. time. It's about getting over your fear. And yep. it's about ultimately, it's about being nice, like be a nice person in exactly. throughout, throughout this. I mean, like there's, there's more than just providing value and respecting people. Like I think that, I mean, for me personally, I'm more likely to give somebody time after an initial meeting and that's what networking is it's that initial meeting to begin with right. and then moving along you know as a, as a relationship grows i mean i'm more likely to give somebody time after that initial meeting if they're a nice person if they just just be nice be nice <laughs> exactly be that's nice. my whole mantra of, yeah. of networking yeah. my whole manifesto is all about networking for nice people it's and and to that point, too, um, I wrote a – I write for the Tennessean newspaper here in Nashville. Um, I'm actually Canadian, so I drop an A in every once in a while just to confuse people. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Keep people on the toes. With, with, yeah. a, with a British <laughs> mum as well. So, that, right, I mean, right, you, exactly. I mean you're, le- you're all kind of levels of messed up, really, if you think about it. <laughs> oh, oh I, I, that's just scratching the surface. I met my wife in Ireland. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> okay. She's from Tennessee. So there you go. <laughs> it's a crazy, crazy world out it there. It is. It is. Um, no, but uh, what I was going to say is uh, something I, I wrote an article for the Tennessean paper here that really took off. And it, uh, it's something I came up with, this idea of a no agenda coffee. And the idea of a no agenda coffee is that when, especially as entrepreneurs, and you know this yourself, you've experienced this, I've experienced this, I'm sure your listeners have experienced this, where someone invites you out for a coffee, you go for a coffee with them expecting hopefully some business to come from it, something to come from it. And it's really just somebody wanting to get to know you, which is great and lovely. But maybe had you known that ahead of time, you might have pushed that meeting back when you weren't quite so busy. Um, Right. And that's fine. You know, as we talked about time. So respecting someone's time and a great way to do that is to say, hey, listen, I'd love to meet up for a coffee or have a virtual coffee, but have a no agenda coffee, which means I just like to get to know you better. I'm not pitching you on anything like straight up to say no agenda coffee. Um, And since doing that, the first time I did it, I invited someone out for a no agenda coffee. He actually said to me, he was like, you know what? I really love this idea of a no agenda coffee. I love the fact that I know that, I mean, maybe something later will come from it, but right now it's just shooting the breeze and, and meeting you and hanging out. And, and so if you're going to do that, I think using the no agenda coffee really helps. I love that. Okay. So and that, that is great. And we've had a couple of coffees with no agendas at all. So yeah. you, you're, right, you're, right. you're a man that practices what he preaches. So, okay. So for you guys tuning in, <laughs> there are now two call to actions for this particular right. show. Number one, hashtag willy nilly. Um, <laughs> and, and number two, it is to reach out to somebody – uh, yes. whether you meet them in person, whether it's online or whatever, and offer a no-agenda coffee meeting with yep. them. Yes. Um, and then I want you to tweet both myself and Dave, links in the show note page, um, yep. and let us know how that no-agenda coffee went. Does that sound like fun, yeah. Dave? I love that idea, and I would absolutely – I'm at Dave Delaney on Twitter. I would absolutely love to hear from from folks and, and, and to hear the feedback of, of how that went, and, of course, willy-nilly. And we need we we always need the willy nilly. We always need it. Uh, Dave, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, man. Thanks for coming on and sharing all your wisdom and your knowledge. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. It was a pleasure. I love chatting with you. All right, it's always good fun. And for you guys tuning in, thank you for taking some time out of your day, your week, your month to be with me. I often say that there are many 
you know, youpreneur slash entrepreneur slash business podcast that you could be tuning into. But you tune into this one. And for that, I am very, very thankful. I'll be back here again next week. Until then, show notes for this, links to networking for nice people and everything else over on the blog at chrisducker.com forward slash episode 216. Until next week, take good care. Bye for now. It's the idea of an entrepreneurial community where you get to learn from the best in the business. As well as rub shoulders, gain support, have access to immediate feedback, as well as nonstop accountability from your peers. Is something that excites you. Then visit youpreneur.com for more information and to get started on building a business you can truly be proud of today. That's youpreneur.com. We'll see you on the inside.